This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Cog Hill Golf and Country Club. You've heard me talk about Cog Hill every single episode this season, and we will continue to do so because they are one of the premier golf destinations in the Chicagoland area. Featuring 72 holes of championship golf, including the world-famous Dubs Dread, Cog Hill has just upgraded their entire practice academy to include Top Tracer, two bars, a food truck, and a full family experience that anyone will enjoy. Go out to coghillgolf.com to learn more. We are also brought to you by our friends over at WorldwideGolfShops.com. If you're looking to upgrade your game this year, or if you're just trying to pick up some new pieces of golf apparel, or even some training aids to help you score better, WorldwideGolfShops.com has you covered. The best part about this website is they always offer incredible deals on some of the newest equipment, even just days after its release. Once again, it's WorldwideGolfShops.com. Welcome to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for all things golf, including in-depth interviews, new equipment highlights, and answers to golf questions you might be too afraid to ask. My goal? To help you learn more about the game so you can enjoy it even more. Let's dive in. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You know where to find us all over social media, at Golf Unfiltered, reminding everyone that we now again can't believe it. But we have a Facebook page. If that's your thing, if you're still... Do people still use Facebook? I, I have no idea. But we're out there. You'll see uh, much of the same content you can find everywhere else, but now on Facebook. So go give us a follow. And of course, you can always send me an email, adam at golfunfiltered.com. And I really appreciate everyone who sends me emails. Um, it's been a great year, folks. And this is going to be kind of the, the end of year roundup that I'm going to do. It's just you and me uh, for this episode. We'll probably have one more episode this year. I'm going to have uh, the other team members, plural, special little announcement there coming next week, uh, Nikki and then a new member of Golf and Filter will be joining us as well. We're going to try to do a, a fun episode to close out the year. Maybe, uh, I, you know, I never know where those conversations are going to go, and that's why they're so much fun. And I've just, uh, you've heard me talk about Nikki uh, Dunnigan, who helps out with the website now. Uh, and many other things. She had a fantastic uh, mini-series, podcast uh, series of episodes, um, memoirs for Magnolia Lane around the Masters, and uh, they're still out there. Go listen to them. They're fantastic. Nikki uh, interviews a number of uh, former patrons as well as a few people who used to work at the tournament, and uh, they share some very insightful stories and some things that you're not going to hear anywhere else. So uh, she's been incredible this year. I think she's, has it been only a year that she's been helping out Golf Unfiltered. I'm sure we'll talk about that as well. And then we have a new member that we will announce next week also. So 2022 at Golf Unfiltered, it's been a great year. It's been our most engaged year, I guess you could say, from the number of people who have come to the website, the number of listeners who have listened to this podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who come and do that. 
You've heard me say this many times before over the years, but you're all the reason why I continue to do this. And I know that sounds cliche. I think I excuse that every single year by saying the same thing. This is so cliche. But, um, you know, it makes it fun. And uh, you've heard me say a few times on this show, um, it's not the easiest thing in the world to find things to talk about every single week. And we may take a week off here and there, which is fine. I mean, I, I need a break every so often. And as I mentioned already, the addition of other people to help out with the website has been a huge, huge positive, uh, especially since you've got talented people like Nikki and then uh, other people who may be helping out in the future. It just makes it that much more enjoyable. So I did just want to take a moment to thank all of you. We've surpassed all the numbers, all the metrics that I lay out at the beginning of every year to say, hey, it would be great if we can hit these goals in terms of all those things I mentioned before. And we exceeded all of them this year. And it's it's just mind-blowing to me. We have a small yet loyal following. And I know that in the world of golf, especially in golf media or whatever this is that you're listening to and whatever I do in this space, there's a lot of options. And the fact that anybody listens to us at all is still shocking to me. But continuing to do so at numbers that exceed the previous year is uh, it's kind of humbling. So I appreciate that so, so much. Now, if you've been a longtime listener, you're probably noticing that my voice is a little bit different today. And the reason being is because I'm just getting over, uh, I believe it was strep throat. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm i 40 now and I can't remember the last time I had strep throat. It is a scary world out there with the number of things that are going around. You're probably listening to this. Maybe, hopefully you haven't had to deal with anything whether it be COVID, RSV, the flu, uh, strep throat for crying out loud. But it's it's everywhere, and it's just so annoying. And hopefully I'm on the other side of this now, and, and my voice will be coming back soon, hopefully before Christmas, so that I don't uh, get those weird questions at a family gathering. Um, whoa, Adam, I didn't know you took up smoking again. But uh, at any rate, um, I'm on the mend. Um, I'll tell you, antibiotics, they're a great thing when you need them. And, uh, you know, the, that being said, I'm not playing a lot of golf right now. Um, as of the time right now, it's probably 30 degrees outside. I don't know. I don't go outside when it's this cold. I have not swung a golf club in probably almost a month at this point. And I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, I didn't play a ton of golf this year. Um, hopefully some of you played more golf than you ever have. I know that it's been a somewhat mild group of seasons, mild year, uh, this year, but the, uh, the bottom has fallen out here, uh, in my hometown. So I will be, uh, on the shelf for a little bit, probably practice a little bit of putting here in my office, uh, maybe make my way out to a indoor dome or a golf simulator just to kind of, you know, keep things loose, I guess a little bit, but this is the time of year, not only to reflect on the year that was, and there was so much that happened this year, Um, but also to look forward to what's coming up in 2023. And as far as Golf Unfiltered is concerned, I've already said that, you know, Nikki will be continuing to help with uh, the website and the podcast and many other things. Uh, We will have another team member that I'll announce next week, as I mentioned as well. But I want to continue to build this community among all of you and us and offer some sort of access more than what you already see. Now, as a quick side note to that, 
the world of social media right now, which ultimately is the only way that we connect with all of you, it is a complete wild, wild west right now. I mean, uh, let's just call it what it is. We've di- we've done an episode on uh, Elon Musk's acquisition of Twitter. Don't worry, I'm not going to go too far down that rabbit hole, but I have no idea what's going to happen with that platform. I don't think anybody does, least of which him. And the only reason I mention that is because it is our largest follower base. You may have noticed in the last few days leading up to whenever you're listening to this, uh, we haven't been very active on Twitter anymore um, because I think a lot of brands aren't doing that. And yes, I've used the Golf Unfiltered Twitter account for many, many personal tweets over the years, but it's kind of a weird place right now. And um, without getting into the opinions of what's going on, you all know where I stand on all of this. Um, there's a really good chance that we don't go back to Twitter. And there's actually a really good chance that Twitter isn't around much longer, uh, if depending on you know what you read and who you believe. So that means that we're going to have to find other ways to remain in contact with you, which is one of the reasons why at the top of the show I said we now returned to Facebook. Now, <laughs> Facebook isn't really much better than, uh, than any other social media network, but we're out there. Um, I think we have like two page followers right now because we hadn't been on Facebook for years. Um, all of this is just trying to find new ways to connect with all of you. And I know that a lot of other sites and a lot of other podcasts um, with much bigger audiences, I assume, will offer subscription services or they will offer some sort of premium subscription uh, membership that allows you to get additional content that you normally would not get and a number of other things. And I think that's a great idea for most websites. We don't have a plan to do that. Um, This is not something, if this is one of the first episodes you've heard from Golf Unfiltered, this is not something that I do full-time. I have my own full-time job outside of this. So what we are able to produce at the frequency at which it's produced, that's as much as we can do, really. I mean, it's not like a matter of we can put something out every single day. So one way that I try to address that, or at least maybe to fill that that void or that area of opportunity, is to always offer ways that you can contact me, at least, and certainly uh, with our new team members, we'll be able to give you their contact information as well. So look for more of that in 2023. There's going to be some more of the personal touch. There's going to be some more um, accessibility options out there. We are not going to do a, a, subs- a subscription service, but maybe you'll be able to find us in other outlets. We see a lot of growth over on TikTok. Um, I know that TikTok is in the news for whatever reason. There are certain... Uh, Areas of the country that are banning TikTok on, I believe, government phones is the last thing that I saw. Hopefully that doesn't continue everywhere else. I don't know how all of you feel about TikTok. I think it's a really cool platform. And the reason I think that is because there's so many new golfers or people who are just trying to learn the game. And people even who have played the game for a long time, who have a lot of questions about the game, they're able to talk to one another. And I'll do videos on there explaining concepts, whether it be about golf equipment, about the game itself, or just straight up answering questions from the people who submit questions. And it's a lot of fun. 
that's one way that we're going to continue to connect with people. And so if you've followed Golf Unfiltered for a long time, you know that I try to do probably too much, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but I try to do many different things, whether it be our YouTube channel, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook, the website, of course, in this podcast, because all of it is sur- or, or surrounds the game of golf. God, that guy talks too much. Anyway, folks, I want to jump in real quick just to remind you, if you wanted to learn about a new way to enjoy the game of golf in a very unique way, go out to trollsgolfclub.com to learn a little bit more about how you can make a small investment to have the opportunity to play some of the best golf courses you've ever heard of. And I'm talking about some of the big ones, all right? So go out to trollsgolfclub.com right now to learn more. Let them know that I sent you there. And uh, yeah. Do something nice for yourself. All right, let's 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 go back to this guy. I just love talking about the game of golf. Of course, I love playing the game as well, and I, I wish I sh- could do more of that. But talking about it is just so much fun with all of you because especially when you submit things, not only to me, but to my team, so that we can react to it. And of course, we're going to come up with some original ideas as well. Um, and I think what's so great about remaining independent and not being affiliated with, uh, you know, another brand or, or entity is that we can kind of pivot on the fly. You know what I mean? We could, we could try one thing for a little while and then maybe try something else right away. And, and while that may feel a little disjointed or inconsistent from time to time, I mean, I'll admit not everything is going to be a great idea, but it also allows us the chance to to try new things and to see what you all like. And if you do like certain things, then let us know about it. You know, that's something that I invite everyone to do who's either listening to this or if you stop by the website, give us feedback. You know, I would love to know what it is that you want to hear more of or see more of, or if there's a video that you want us to do, we'll do that too if we have the ability to do so. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. That's what's coming in 2023. And of course, as I always do, I'll be sure to keep everyone in the loop as time goes on. Life. But everything regarding golf, whether it be professional, amateur, casual, whatever, recreational, I guess is the better word, uh, there was always something for somebody this year. And I know that sounds like an obvious statement, but if you like drama and if you like gossip, And if you like legal battles, and if you like that type of thing, you had kind of all of that this year. And we talked about many of the topics throughout the year on this podcast. Obviously, the biggest being Live Golf. It was their first full year. I think for all intents and purposes, regardless of how you feel about it, it was pretty successful. I mean, it happened. I think that is a success in and of itself. And I've not been shy about how I feel about the whole thing. I mean, even after the conclusion of the first season, we still don't really know the point of Live Golf. We don't know who's jumping on board. We know who is playing in it, but we don't know what those players are also going to be allowed to play in. And they still don't have a TV deal. You still have to watch it on YouTube. And there's still all this just insane dollar amounts being thrown around for seemingly very little profit, if at all. And I don't believe that they made a profit if you uh, read the New York Times article that came out very recently. So there's still a lot of questions about it, 
let alone all the political questions about it as well. And as we continue to see things unfold in that area also that I won't get into here, that will probably impact that tour. And then there's that third leg of everything when you talk about the legal side of things. And it's just, there's no uh, further clarity on how this is going to work, if at all, especially when you include the PGA Tour. Now, personally, I believe that at some point, as Rory McIlroy also said, there has to be some sort of sit-down agreement whether to coexist or I don't know if there's another option. Because none of this has been good for the overall view from the outsider's perspective of professional golf. If anything, any questions that I've gotten about what's this LIV golf thing from the casual viewer, it's always been just confusion. Like people know what the PGA Tour is. Even if they've never watched a single event, they have heard of this thing, of course, because it's been around for so long. But now you've got this other thing. And what's Phil Mickelson doing? I know that guy. And why is he playing over there? He doesn't play against Tiger Woods anymore. These are the questions that continue to come up. And if we believe, if we are led to believe, rather, that live golf or something like it is the future of golf, whose future is it? Because it isn't the people that don't follow golf already. And even those who do, eh, they're okay. They didn't think there was anything wrong with the PGA Tour. It was just what they had. And so you can kind of see where it goes back and forth there. It's almost like a tennis match where, yeah, I mean, that's all we had. So competition's in the market now. And now all of a sudden that's a bad thing. Well, so on and so on and so on. And we also, of course, amongst all of that drama, we had some pretty decent tournaments that we all watched, at least on the pro side. And yes, everything has led up to this point where in December, we finally got to see Tiger Woods play golf again. And we don't know what type of golfer he's going to be anymore. I think earlier today, Padraig Harrington said something like, he's going to win a major. I, I don't think that, but let's, let's you know, settle down there, Patty. But he, maybe he's a, ceremon- a ceremonial golfer now. Maybe exhibition matches are exactly what he's going to do. This is his tiger time now where he's going to uh, do that in terms of his own golf, but then focus on his son, Charlie Woods, who clearly is going to be an amazing talent. And of course, professional golf extends beyond the men's tours. In the LPGA, we had the likes of Nelly Korda, Lydia Ko, and Lexi Thompson, and many, 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 many other names who continue to just make a name for themselves. And the numbers of people who are noticing, thankfully, are increasing. And of course, this extends beyond the professional ranks. It goes down to the collegiate ranks. It goes down to the Corn Ferry Tour and the, the, uh, the Mid-Ams and, and all these different ways that we can enjoy the game. I was watching a junior tournament the other day, the one that Charlie Woods was in, the name of the tournament. I think it was Nota Begay's tournament. Um, it, just incredible to see all of this. And there is just a lot of golf out there right now. And then we hear things that even extend beyond the golf course when we think about TGR and whatever this thing that Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, and a group of other golfers and investors are going to put out. I believe it's simulator golf 
that's going to take place on Monday nights next year. This is a really, really, really golf-heavy time for this sport. And all of that, in addition to whatever you and I do, whenever we go out and try to improve and maybe purchase new equipment or just go and play the game with friends. As far as the equipment side of the game, PGA Merchandise Show is coming up every January. There's new releases that come out. If you've listened to this show for a long time, you know that these releases happen a lot more frequently. They don't just get reserved for January any longer. There's new stuff that's happening. This age of artificial intelligence not only has been around in the golf space for some time with the likes of Callaway and a few other brands that leading the way, but it's everywhere. And how is that going to impact not only the way that we play the game or the products that help us play the game are made, but just in everyday life. Frankly, it kind of scares me. I go back and forth. It's funny. I was um, chatting with Nikki actually uh, about this and I was excited about this, this artificial intelligence thing. Oh my God, you can ask it to do anything. This chat GPT. And then she kind of gave me this reality check and rightfully so, because, Hey, you know, there's nobody on the other end of that. There's no human interaction at all making sure that the information you get is actually right. So it's almost like I go back and forth in my mind of, okay, is this great or is it really dangerous? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But the point being, golf has never been more, at least in my opinion, maybe with the exception of when Tiger Woods burst onto the scene, golf has never been more in the forefront of social entertainment than right now. And I think that's, I think that's a good thing. I mean, it's certainly a good thing in terms of, as I said at the beginning of this episode, the people who are interested in reading stuff about golf, it's good for business. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. But, well, maybe not even, but, but when, uh, when there's other things that kind of wrap around the game of golf, whether it be social issues and politics and things that you can't disconnect sport from. That's not my point, but rather you can also be very, very tempted to cloud your entire opinion about a sport based on one or two separate things that are not really related to the game itself. That's when the community aspect of the game starts to hurt. That's when it's not as much about meeting someone new and and competing against someone or anything like that or networking, and rather it's a matter of, wow, I want to completely shut myself out from that side. I don't know. It's almost like while we're more connected now than ever before and golf is expanding and making itself accessible to as many different people as possible which is a good thing in theory i always like to say that social media would be so great if it wasn't for all the people (laughs) and i hope i hope you understand what i mean by that it's i'm of the belief that golf is to be entertained or enjoyed rather by anybody. Anybody in the world should be able to play the game of golf. I don't care where you come from, who you are, whatever. 
it's when all the other stuff kind of muddies the waters a little bit where it's this preconceived notion that, you know what, we're only doing this to make money or something else that seems a little less than sincere. That's when things start to get a little problematic in my mind. So I'm hoping that the game doesn't go there. I'm hoping that it doesn't become more commercialized than it already is. And it's very commercialized right now. Because at the end of the day, it's still the game itself. The the quality of the game, the, the spirit of it, I guess, not to be too heavy-handed, that is still an important thing to protect. And I'm hoping that it doesn't get lost along the way somehow. That everything doesn't just become a transaction. How many eyeballs can we get on this thing where we don't even have to play golf on a golf course anymore? We can just hit golf balls in front of a screen. But as long as we got enough eyeballs watching it, then that's fine. I don't know how I feel about that. Wow, things got a little deep there, didn't it? (laughs) Well... There's all of that that kind of goes through my mind as I not only continue to learn about the game, but also learn about the people in the game and how people prefer to think about the game. But then there's this other side where it's, you know what, let's just have fun with this. Let's have fun with the opportunity we have, not only to speak with all of you, but also to interact with one another. And that's why I firmly believe that there is still good in all of this, where we can continue to connect with one another, we can continue to network and learn from one another, compete against one another, and there's still so many stories out there to tell about golf and about the way that people enjoy the game and about all those interactions that I just described a few seconds ago. Those are the types of things that we want to talk about. Those are the types of things that hopefully, even briefly, in our little pocket of golf podcasts we can bring to you, whether you're driving back to the office or if you're working out at the gym or going for a walk or even just sitting at home. If you can kill half an hour or so listening to this or maybe going to the website and reading a new review on a piece of equipment that you might consider, then I think that's okay. I think that's okay. So as I mentioned, uh, as I do every year, thank you to everyone for, if you ever clicked play, if you ever downloaded anything, if you ever visited a website, uh, a review, even on accident, thank you for doing it. It's been a lot of fun doing it. It's not the easiest thing in the world, as I said, but I'm excited that uh, I've got some help. Very, very talented help. I'm excited to uh, give this a run another year. I often joke with everyone, and I think I've mentioned this here. Every year is my last year I'm going to do it. I swear to God. Every year, you know what? This is it. This is it. I've been doing it for I don't even know how long. 15 years? I don't know. But this is it. But it's fun to do. And, I, of course, I thank the sponsors. I thank you know everyone that, that uh, trusts us to review their products and to... Uh, come on to our podcast and answer some dumb questions from me. Uh, and thank you to all of you if you heard or found a new product here and visited them and helped them out. I mean, that's really the whole point of why we do what we do. It's it's to provide some entertainment, uh, but mainly to introduce all of you to new things in the game that maybe you didn't know existed before. 
and hopefully it helps you enjoy the game even more. Thanks as always. We'll be back again next week. Special episode. In the meantime, take care of one another. Be nice. Don't catch strep throat. (laughs) We'll be right back.